<laughs> I actually, that's interesting because email alone could carry basically any pairing. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys find Steve Nash attractive? Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where if you're going to fly somebody out for a first date, do not make it for a Lakers game. Mm. Does that work? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm Haley. This is Jordan. We've got producer Harry in the studio. We've got Sierra, who does our socials in the studio, but she is also babysitting, so her picture's not up. Um, f- follow our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube and um, like it. Uh, and we've got You're Mina Kimes so on today. Thank you. Um, I am very tired because I did a, moderated a panel at an analytics conference, and that took a lot of my brain energy. Actually, let's not have me say I'm tired on the podcast. I'm like super energetic and it's a really fun conversation with Mina. After the break. Now that <laughs> after the break sounded really <laughs> appealing. <laughs> if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract interview and hire all in one place go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your 75 dollars credit before april 30th mina you are a nets fan does it how many in this room and i'm not meaning this as a slight because i think i've had enough clippers fans call me names uh over the last <laughs> mm. couple days to never want to slight any fan base again um mm-hmm. Everyone in this room, how many Nets fans do you know? And again, this is not a slight, and I mean personally, that you know personally. Because I think I just know you. Well, ever since I became a lifelong Nets fan on February 13, 2021, (laughs) I've had the privilege of meeting a ton of Nets fans uh, because they're so excited to have anyone join their fold Mm -hmm. um, that like I, a lot of them reached out, I... My favorite podcast is a Nets podcast I listen to every episode. It's the only podcast where I listen to every episode. It's called The Glue Guys. And through them, I've met many Nets fans, actually. And, you know, it, it is a very loving, warm community. That's amazing. That uh, I think, yeah, the the franchises that have sometimes, I would say, that are proportionally less fortunate than they are fortunate always have the best fan bases. Fully. That is so true. Um, what was the podcast? It's called Glue Guys. Glue it's guys. um BK Glue Guys. It's just these two friends who I think have been doing this for like a decade. And it I don't this is kind of interesting. I don't know if you've ever had this experience where a podcast or a writer or TV personality makes you more interested in the team or the sport or that like it it it's almost like mm-hmm. you love reading the recap so much that you stick with the television show. Mm-hmm. I I came across this podcast when I started following the Nets more and then I just was like damn I gotta watch every Nets game now <laughs> and I do uh, because I just love it that's Stadio for me Stadio is a soccer podcast that they'll talk about Bundesliga yeah. and I'm like oh I guess I'll watch the game I don't know yeah whereas before like German league soccer is just not something <laughs> I would stumble across yeah I want to be at that water cooler I want to get these jokes about Bruce Brown yeah. and then have my own jokes about Nick Claxton you know you got I, I got to be in that conversation yeah it feels like an inside club because you guys all love the same thing so you're yes. able to 
you know, think of new things that you will just riff off of each other. I and crucially, that. a thing that no one loves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people it's a small actively club. hate. <laughs> it's a small but it makes, club. It makes us, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Like, we're more, you know, screw everyone else. We only need each other. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Um, how how do you feel about, how did you feel about the game, about the matchup with the Celtics? Yeah. Mm. So, um. The game, I feel like the game has kind of created some bad vibes going into this matchup because everybody saw how unnecessarily close it was after the early domination. And also they saw like, oh, damn, this team, like they really are dependent on two players, even though um, my beloved Bruce Brown had an excellent game. But um, I think the the struggles they have at the guard position uh, have made people concerned about this next round. And rightfully so, when you start thinking about, you know, the matchups, um, that said, I, I do think they have a chance. I'm, I mean, I just, I, you can't bet against Katie and Kyrie, even if yeah, every game's going to be like 140 to 139 or whatever, um, mm. especially Durant in particular. But it's definitely challenging. It wasn't my most feared matchup. That was the Bucks, honestly. It wasn't my most desired matchup. That was the Sixers. Uh, and without maybe Robert Williams, we'll see. I think they've got a puncher's chance. I think with him, it would have been pretty tough. But... I don't know. I could see it going to seven either way. What does a puncher's mm. chance mean? Um. Well, it's like a fighting chance. Oh. Oh, I've never heard a phrase like yeah a phrase yeah. like that. I hope I hope it's a phrase now. No, I'm, I'm sure it is. It. I have so, been. Uh, Google it. Have you guys he- ever heard you can shear you can shear a sheep many times, but you can only skin it once? No, that All sounds. Right. <laughs> I've heard only one way to skin a cat, which is yes, gross. yeah. No, they're. I think they mean different. They they definitely mean different things. It's like you can mm-hmm. keep using, like for example, you have a an apartment and you have to keep paying rent. No, never mind. I'm not gonna apply this to any real anything really right now. I use all my energy, all my brain energy on that analytics conference. Anyway, someone looked at me real weird when I said that the other day. Yeah, um, I don't think that's a that's a I thing. Don't think it's a thing. I've never yeah. heard that one. <laughs> Maybe it's like regional. I think. I would say based off the content and the actual mm-hmm. words, yeah, and the, the f- mm-hmm. just general farm lingo is probably <laughs> is regional, yeah. Mm. Farm um, lingo is very much, a yeah, thing. it's yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> so the main, the thing, interesting thing to me is not Ben Simmons. I don't think he's gonna play. Like, do you guys think he's gonna Ooh. play? I do. Oh, Jordan, you go first. I'll tell you why I do. It's getting very specific of when he's coming back. Like, I think the reports today is between games four, five, and six, which if he's going to come back, personally, I don't want him to come back. I do not think this is the best environment for him to make his basketball debut after everything that's happened. The playoffs, such high pressure. The last time we saw him was in the playoffs, especially if the Nets move past this and they could potentially play the Sixers. That could just be a lot of drama. I want to believe in his therapy work and everything that's been going on, but it's a lot. It's high, high intensity for him to come back yeah. right now. It's a lot to ask someone with you know a pretty serious back injury to yes. come in and bang around, which is what they kind of need him to do, and to facilitate, which is you know as I mentioned with the Cavs game, like a real problem with this team because you want Kyrie off the ball. You mm-hmm. remember last year when they're. James Harden, they made that decision for him, and, and it's clearly best, but there's just no one 
to point guard the way that Ben Simmons potentially could or to play defense, uh, the perimeter defense against Celtics the way he could. But yeah. it is it is a little bit terrifying, right? I, I, the reason I think he is going to play is um, as, as a super fan, I watch like every Steve Nash presser, right? And <laughs> he normally talks about Ben Simmons like he's dead or he doesn't exist. Like we were like, is you know, Ben coming back? He's like... I haven't even seen him in days. And then the next Twitter account will post a video of Ben Simmons like at a shoot around or something. It like makes no sense, right? So lately, I'm Nash decoding for you guys. Um, the last comment was today. He was asked about him and he said, if he's healthy, we certainly would love him for to compete. Love for him to compete, pardon me. This is coming off the Shams oh. and Roge reports mm. about, you know, the day. So that is the most optimistic he has sounded all season or ever since the trade rather makes me think it's happening that sounds like a dig to me if he's healthy we'd love for him to play it's like do you ever talk to him dude but before he was like who's ben simmons ben 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 is he <laughs> so uh, on progress. our team yeah it's you got to look at these things in context and as a you know a trajectory the dude lies I, he was yeah. like we're not trading james harden like he's a full-on do you think he misleader. knows though? Do you think he's like privy to those conversations yes. or he's just yes. like a pretty face? Okay. No, he definitely <laughs> I, the reason I think he's going to continue being the coach of the Nets despite, you know, some worthy criticisms is that him and KD seem to be moving in lockstep on all things. Yeah. Right. I do think he knows. Yeah. Right. They seem like they're BFFs and that totally. as long as that keeps happening, his job is, is secure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I would love for Ben Simmons to come. I don't think I would, actually. I'm, like, kind of with, with Jordan. I don't know that it's a great environment for him. And also, you, you're never more physical than in the playoffs. And like you said, he's still doing individual workouts. He's yet to begin sprinting, which I think is a highly specific thing that even for someone who doesn't have any kind of, like, physical therapy, doctor training, you know isn't mm -hmm. good. You can't move fast. Yeah, it's not, not good. Like, not good for an probably, NBA playoff game. <laughs> probably not great. I think there's a lot of um a lot of this kind of hinges on what they're, they're gonna ask from him, right? And that's sort of unclear. Um because you can easily say, well, they just need like 20 minutes of defense from him. He's not gonna even be in the line. And that's mm -hmm. easy to say, but I'm talking about guy who hasn't played basketball in like, you know, a million years. To ask him to suddenly even do 15, 20 minutes and have it kind of awkward and unclear, like is he getting Drummond's minutes or whatever, it's a little bit confusing um so it's mm -hmm. kind of like one of those things where it, not less like i do think he's gonna play like i said but as far as like how it looks i don't think i'll know until i see it yeah and it's you i think you guys are right that you want it to be in the most low stakes situation possible like he i don't know if he would go for this some guys kind of have an issue with it and other guys welcome it but you, you'd almost want to put him in the g league just so he can get low pressure mm -hmm. reps um, but obviously that wouldn't happen this year. Going back to Steve Nash for a second, because I've been stuck on this. I, what kind of like person do we think he is? Like, what's his archetype of bro? Does Yoga he bro. transcend the bro? Is he not Ooh, one? Bro. I mean, I said Full I've on. seen him in person once in Manhattan Beach at a bar called Sharky's. So I <laughs> yeah. do think bro Tough. applies. <laughs> Um, I met him, I was interviewing, it's funny, now that he's in net, actually, I was interviewing Goran Dragic in Los Angeles for a story I was doing on Luke Doncic, because they were friends from Sylvania, and Nash came by her table, and I was very starstruck. 
And but in my three minute interaction, witnessing their conversation between him and who would then become a, his player now, uh, he just struck me as like immensely kind and mm. easy to be around. And I think that's, he, you know, he's basically coaching on vibes alone right now. Um, and it seems to be, I mean, this is a team that went through like crazy ass drama this season. And so weird. again, as much as you can criticize, I mean, he's, he's had to do like 300 lineups or whatever. As much as you can criticize <clears throat> some of the decisions he's made, he has largely kept that drama at bay. Like, you know, the, it, I mean, Kyrie is there and no one's mad about it. I, it, it at this point, I guess. I don't know. I think he's pretty successful as like a manager of human beings. Mm-hmm. Definitely a vibes guy. Definitely a dad. Like if you check his mm, Instagram, he yeah. has a lot of kids. And he's definitely posting about them. They're so cute. Um, I get, I get yoga bro. He's very in shape, I feel like. Um, that's All of that is Steve Nash. And even everything with the drama. He tried to keep everything mellow. If they reporters were coming at him he was just like we're fine we'll see what happens yeah. just same thing with ben simmons if he's healthy he'll play he's he's not getting too high or too yeah low. it's impressive he's katie's tyloo mm, good take thank you Katie um, loves him, loves him. It's obvious. So. Yeah, which is sometimes it's all that matters. If it's like a player who you basically trust with to make large executive decisions or who's saying, I will be making large executive decisions. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm sure if after a game, Nash has one of those bizarre rotations, him and Katie are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Bruce Brown, but oh, first I want to talk about oh. Kyrie. Um. <laughs> I would say he doesn't enjoy being in Boston. I actually have the Oof. stats. I wrote this on a note card. Analytics. For the, the <laughs> analytics. Um, that's vest. my theme of the day. That's I'm wearing a sweater vest. Um, which then I was like, ah, I can't just wear a sweater vest. So I put on the biggest hoops I own. And then I was like, this doesn't even go together. So then I went. No, with it totally goes. Medium, like sexy Urkel. Oops. Oh, thank you. Oh my god. I love it. Um, yeah. high praise. <laughs> so, since he was a Celtic, Kyrie has played a few games in Boston. Not as many as you'd think. He's been gone since the he is with Brooklyn since 2019, 2020 yeah. season. He was inactive for both of the games that were in TD Garden that first season. Obviously, he was hurt for a great majority of it. The second um, season he was with them, the 2021 season, they played in Boston the second game of the season. I think you guys will remember this because it was a big deal. It was his first time back. He had 37 points, seven threes, eight assists, six rebounds, only one turnover. It was a W for the Nets, so obviously um, – that was nice. I don't think that was the lucky incident. I came, I think that came during the playoffs, right? Yeah. Oh, the the hate crime? The yeah, the hate. The, <laughs> <laughs> the stepping on the lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was. In the, it was definitely more heightened. It was. Uh, playoffs, yeah. Yeah. That's when people, like fans, were just getting back in arenas, right? Because that oh. was like the water bottle. Yeah, was that the yeah. same time? Uh, okay, so then that would um, be 20. You're right. Then that would be the one game that he played in the 2021-2022 season in TD okay. Garden. In the 2021 season, he played, they obviously played in the opening round. 
He did one game was okay, 16 points. The other game was 39 points, 11 rebounds. Um, I think overall, Boston's got the higher seeding. Obviously, they're going to have the first two games in Boston. I think that helps Kyrie. I think that, like, I don't think it's a good situation. I wouldn't recommend it for his mental health. But at the same time, he's obviously fueled by it. I think this bodes kind of well. You know who's really fueled by it? I was thinking about this when the, the the Nets had that demolishment of the Sixers and the, the Ben Simmons return, right? Kevin Durant is like Emperor Palpatine. Like the hate so clearly flows through him and mm-hmm. makes him stronger. I mean, he was incredible in that game. And it was like all, he was like taking all of the anger at Ben Simmons and just melting it into his core. And it was coming out, you know, in mid-range jumpers or something and I, I think like it going there you know obviously there's it's going to be loaded for a number of reasons this series this is historically loaded right because of the history between these teams but I think that the Kyrie anger is going to make him ball out I, I mean he's already yeah. balling out but yeah and the underdog you know like they are the seven seed so he just has so much quote-unquote underdog yeah with <laughs> He well, loves that shit. Dude, he loves, he that loves shit. it. You, you can he see it in his it. eyes. Yeah. To be able to beat Boston as the quote unquote underdog, I think that is fueling him beyond beyond measure. He's gonna drop totally. at fifty at least once in the series. I, I could see that. <laughs> KD is the ultimate like will back you up if you get into a fight. You bump someone at a bar, the person looks at you and is like upset and drunk. And you need your friend to help. He's going to help, I think. And he's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. I mean, he's been so complete. I mean, the Cleveland game, just his defense, which is sadly necessary right now for the Nets. Um, The assists, like his, his, some of the games recently, his facilitating has been incredible. Because, you know, teams are doubling him and trapping him and stuff. And like the way he's reacted to that is, I I mean, right now, this is again, this goes by saying, like, I'm really, I, I understand why most people are picking the Celtics to win, but like Katie's in God mode at the yeah, moment, you know, like what are, what are, you know, it's, it's always going to be a possibility. I speaking, think that, yeah, go ahead, Jordan. I was going to say, speaking of, of God mode, Bruce Brown has oh. really, <laughs> has really so been much. amazing <laughs> on when they are double teaming Kyrie and Katie. He's like wide open always. multiple times. How is he so important for this Celtic series to you? Oh, my God. Well, he's right now the third best net, which is crazy. He is. Like he is. Him and uh, the NBA's most handsome player, Nick Claxton, I would say, is up there as well. But um, look, Google it. It's who, wait, who are, are you saying Bruce or Nick is? Oh, Nick Claxton. Okay. He should, I he should be a male model. To, I don't want to like make Bruce Brown insecure, but that made me pause. When I showed you this picture, I think that was the last time we recorded. I was like, Haley, you got to look at this. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's beautiful. Look, there's a number of beautiful people in this series on the sidelines and in the in the on the court. Let's see who refs it. Yeah, but no one. He this dude's in a class. I think it was like DeAndre Jordan who like hit him in the face. And I was like, get your hands off his beautiful face. Uh, How did I get distracted? Okay, back to Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's like my favorite net. On, uh, it's just it just kind of like what Kevin Pelton had a great piece about sort of how his role came to be and how potentially Gary Payton uh, the second could uh, have take on a similar war- role with the Warriors. Um, 
which is like this sort of weird small center who just cuts and takes advantage of the fact that no one guards him. And in the last game, hit a couple of three, a few threes, right? And mm-hmm. um, I think he's really grown as a player, maybe not as a person because he uh, <laughs> publicly went after Horford. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw and that. Tice. He, and Tice. And Katie was like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but that's <laughs> chill, who he is. He, he, re- he's, he has no chill. And I think it shows as a player, but... If you watch him, he's talking shit the entire game. And I love it. I think he's so funny. Um, I just enjoy him so much. Yeah, he has that like raw energy that does help on the court and things like pushing the pace. But it's also just he's got like that. I don't want to say. Well, like that almost like rookie like energy, whereas like older players don't have it. I'm thinking about winning time and how magic is so like upbeat and at the beginning of the show like other players weren't having it so yes i think he does provide a lot um what he said about horford and tice i don't think was that bad he basically just said i mean it's just true yeah the plan is that we're gonna like attack them in the paint because they don't have robert williams and yeah like that's anyone could tell you that 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 was going to be the plan i don't think it's that um I don't think it was rude at all. I think if anything, it's like, well, maybe just don't say like what you're focused on. Yeah. But <laughs> anyone could the game plan. anyone could deduce that. Like, what else are they gonna really focus on? Um, other well, than but that. Now, but now you know Horford and Tice are gonna play so much better because of the bulletin board material, Haley. Ah, the Tice ceiling doesn't really freak me out. I wouldn't be super intimidated by that. Al Horford, I guess Damn. we've seen more from him, but come on, guys, like. No, I didn't I hear what he said. Him. I thought he just straight up called I have it. old or something. Or <laughs> He said <laughs> he, it was really not that bad. He said oh, not having Robert Williams is huge because then because the Nets can attack Tice and Horford in the paint. Like I mean, he, he is saying they suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're weaker. <laughs> so we're good. It is like one of those sentences that when you, whenever someone says no disrespect, but, and then you know they're going to say something insanely disrespectful. Yeah. That's sort of what he did there. And, you know, the elder statesman, statesman and noted non-shade provider Kevin Durant had to settle up. He, I, one of my favorite subplots of the Nets is how much KD loves the younger players, like Brown and Cam Thomas. It's just, like, kind of cute to me. He seems like a great teammate. Totally. Um and if anybody's wondering, there is not a real update on Robert Williams' return, but the first round is a possibility. I also don't there. think he should come. We talked about this on another episode, like yeah. a meniscus tear. That's huge. Why are you trying well, to rush back um, on that? I just please yeah. don't. <laughs> just I read four to six weeks, needs. right? And then I believe the first round is week four. So it's Mm -hmm. basically the Mm -hmm. most aggressive injury timeline, which, you know, and Robert Williams' whole game or, like, the value he provides to this team is his springiness. And I just, listen, as an unbiased observer, I don't think he should play. (laughs) Yeah, you really don't want your, like, most mobile inside defender to be immobile. Caring for him. Um, I want to go to uh, the Kevin Love line which is a segment because we got an email that's about a relationship. So then Harry said, what if we call it the Kevin Love line? Um, Genius. Yeah, really good. good. Harry, can you put us in the back in the one of the the new Zoom situations for this? Is it going to stop the recording? 
I I honestly have no idea if it's if it will or not. Um, you don't but, have to. I just kind of wanted to be in a boardroom because uh, <laughs> this is serious business. Let me. Or in the stands. Let's give it a try. Why not? If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite playmaking ability, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer valid through April 30th. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of Spinsters is brought to you by Trade Coffee. And if you're like me and you love pretending you know something about something you know nothing about, you will love Trade Coffee. Let me explain. I want to be a coffee expert, but I just know literally nothing about it. So Trade is the expert for me that makes me look smart. Trade knows what I like better than I know what I like. You take a quiz on their site that starts with how you make coffee, cold brew and pour over for me. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com spin. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com spin. It's okay, again, if you are the lowest default setting and don't know much about coffee. And let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com spin for $30 off. Hey! Yeah, <laughs> Take for a panel like... of judges. <laughs> you look great. Harry's weirdly small. Sashay like, like, away. Yeah. Um... Uh, Okay, Jordan, do you want to read it? I think I sent it to you. Yes, it is quite long. We're doing um, the Lakers one, right? Mm -hmm. That's all I'll say. Okay, okay, okay. So, hey, girlies. Lakers mentioned. Sorry, Jordan. So, at the beginning of the season, I, a Sagittarius, 22, flew to L.A. to watch the first Suns at Lakers regular season game for a first date with this guy, Aries, 27. Um, this was the game that Dwight Howard and AD fought in the sidelines at and the same game that courtside fans got removed for slapping away Rondo's hands when he pointed a finger gun at them. Chaos. And perhaps a hint, oh, perhaps a hint of what was to come. LOL. Anyways, I thought things went super well, but then he ghosted me. And honestly, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that this is the one bad act that doomed the Lakers season. I also want to mention here, it was the man that ghosted me who suggested this podcast, Lemonade Out of Lemons. I truly appreciate y'all so much. Let me get so much and it's a gif of um christianer saying you're doing amazing sweetie um 
so many levels here. So many levels. I don't even to know this. where to begin. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess first of all, thanks for recommending the Spencer's podcast. Um, yes. Like and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I feel like there's a couple. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Aries man. Mm. You know, it's just this is as red as can be and just waving in the wind that flag. Um, on the contrary, great taste in podcasts. So true. they kind of even out a little bit. Um, I also think that you can ethically ghost somebody and it doesn't sound like that was exactly done here. Um, I also want to know where she was flying out from. Yeah, that is big difference. Yes. That's key. big question. Big question. Do we have there. any? Yeah. What are what's everyone's thoughts? Uh, okay, that was the first thing that threw me about this flying out to L.A. for a first date Lakers game. Like, is this Christian Gray? Like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who is this date with? What are your expectations? And also, the fact that he recommended this podcast to her. And then she went on it to complain about him. She is still tripping. Like, this is, it's months later. And this is like a long revenge game going on. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, I, I, it's I, I, the perfect I amount of pettiness to me. It's, it's really good. But this, you're right. There has been a long time. Like, that was the first regular season game. We are now in the playoffs. And so... Obviously, if she flew out, she had some high expectations. She thought this was going somewhere. She's still thinking about it. it the ghosting just shouldn't happen with that high level of a first date. I think that's where oh boy is wrong. Like that's we're, wait, 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 wait. I want to throw something out. Maybe okay. we're making the assumption that he asked her to fly out. Mm. What if it was her idea? <laughs> we do not know the context of how that went down. He could have been like, hey, it would be nice if we could go to this Laker game. And then she just hopped on a plane. We don't know. I'm here. We don't know. <laughs> I, I also, I will push back on the, the idea that being flown out means that something serious is going to follow. Not from personal experience, but just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever been? <laughs> for... You know, um, I think that <laughs> a Lakers game this season was a bad omen. Um, yeah, I think that you have to be careful when it's an Aries who is five years older than you. But I also think twenty-two is the cutoff of like, well, we're all adults here. 22, 23. Um, unless you're like, you know, there's a, there is a, another cutoff. But for people in their 20s, I think that that's fine. Um, it's so uncomfortable to have that conversation where you're like, I don't know if this is working for me anymore. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired. I don't have the space for this. But I will say, I don't think altogether ghosting is the nicest thing you can do because a lot of the times it has nothing to do with the other person you just don't have the facilities or time or whatever to be dating yeah. someone so I'm just, I'm just gonna throw out my take don't have first dates that involve flying across the country ever okay because i'm not blaming either party here but it just seems like a high disaster potential for anyone yeah yeah but um, so this is, it, it was clearly some bad, bad vibes that night at the Laker game. 
with this date the whole Every Lakers Lakers season. Game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put that on this date specifically, but it was definitely some bad vibes. And I don't know everything about, you know, an Aries man, but maybe maybe that was a part of it. Uh is, yes. is Westbrook an Aries? Feels like he is. No, Ooh. I think he's a Scorpio. Incredible that you know that off the top of your head, first of all. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> um I hope it's true. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. I, I the reason I think that is because I've looked I think I've looked it up before and I've thought that makes sense. Um, because you're a little bit like Scorpios feels right too. Yeah. Yeah, you have a hard time coming to terms with when you're in the wrong. You don't know why people are wronging you, you're upset, you know, all the time, but also you want people to love you. So Scorpio, you're right. Again, wow. not speaking from personal experience or anything. Um <laughs> I what what is the proper um the proper way to move forward for both of them? I would say if you are Aries man in this situation, you know, and it's been a couple months, you sound like a nice person because you listen to our podcast. Um and that's enough for me to say that. But I also like, you know, even if you're a nice person, you dread that conversation. It's still nice months later to be like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That was kind of weird and I was this was happening in my life at the same time. I still wish I let you know I wasn't super interested at the time, but I am, you know, kind of sorry about doing that. Yeah. And you know what, Aries man, if you are listening, submit your side of the story. We would love oh, to hear it. We love would that. love to hear it because we need both sides for this. Honestly, there's this is really coming in a one way, one way street. So if you're listening please leave us a voicemail or <laughs> email us <laughs> at spencers at blue <laughs> Mina, what do you think? I, I, I think there's just too many questions in this story right now. I need to know whose idea it was to fly out uh, mm-hmm. first and foremost. If he suggested it, then he's a dick. If she flew out on her own volition... I'm less likely to blame... I mean, ghosting sucks regardless, grow up, be an adult, whatever, but I'm less likely to blame him for not wanting to date, I guess. Like, I, I don't know, like, or to maybe being a little bit less sensitive to it. Uh, so that is the key piece of info that mm-hmm. we need from both of you guys, since you're both listeners, apparently. <laughs> yes, and thank you for listening. Harry, do you have any thoughts? You you think about relationships a lot. <laughs> Because uh, he's because one of his friends runs a relationship <laughs> thing. I'm not saying no, that I know, was just I know, really funny. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ooh, um, did I roast Harry? Sorry. No, I, to be honest, I have I uh, my mind is spinning with this. Mm. I, I think the first thing where I am really thrown off is the idea of going. Like, imagine what. Yeah opening night at the staple center is like and being like yeah so what do you do for work like what the hell <laughs> what I, I, yeah. a horrible horrible flight just go to a bar within a mile and a half of your house <laughs> why what, what on earth are you doing going to a, a a basketball game i think but at the same time i guess i i don't even I don't even know if I could give advice. Like, I feel like I'm living such an entirely different life than somebody who would fly somebody out or even just kind of negotiate a flight situation. 
um, with a first date. Those are things that I... Are you a terrorist? <laughs> and goes, well, I was just like, you know, maybe she flew herself out. I don't know. Well, th- <laughs> this is all... And I think Jordan asks an important question, which is where do you live? Because a flight from Vegas is very different from a flight from New York. Mm-hmm. Very different. The sacrifices mm-hmm. are different. I mean, you can get to Vegas, Vegas is like a car trip. It's like right. hundred bucks, right. you know. Right. But you know, if we're talking cross country, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Sierra also pointed out that it's not Staples. It was like the official opening of crypto, which oh. just adds <sighs> to the bad vibes. Oh, like they God. just keep getting worse. Yeah. Bad Harry, that's around. a good point about the first date thing. Like I didn't consider, like, how many siblings do you have? But you're <laughs> at. <laughs> What's your favorite podcast? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <talked> about. <laughs> they didn't talk about that. Thank you. Hey, yeah, continue yeah, to yeah. recommend. <laughs> um, yeah, but then the other thing I wanted to say about this is I also think, and that that the chaos might be working in the other that this this um our our listener who wrote this I, I don't want to say her name suggested that maybe the ghosting caused the Lakers demise. I actually think it might have worked the other way, which is like if you're going to bring a, 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 a fragile relationship into the kind of chaos nexus of crypto arena, what what we now know is like one of the worst seasons ever. What I mean, what a bad omen. Like that's, that's doomed from the start. I have a question. Did they win the opening game? No. I don't think so, right? No, I, don't, point I don't for, think an, so. Another point for our mystery man, because I have been in situations where I watched the Seahawks, my main team, with people for the first time, and if they lose, I'm like, all right, cool, see you in like five years. <laughs> Can never actually. That can't, might be, we can't do this again. That might be a good point. That's a good point. That's a great point. And honestly, I don't blame him. Maybe that's what it is. Oh goodness! Yeah, this is just all—it's all bad. It's all to bad. this but day. I have a in. really close friend, Kendall, who I don't watch the second half of Louisville games with because twice we lost when she came yeah. in at halftime with a bar. I will leave. <laughs> totally rational behavior. Um, I'm pulling up the schedule right now just to fact check myself. And yes, they lost to the Golden well, State go. Warriors. I solved it. Yeah. Mm. Oh wait, wait. This is a Suns game. This was the Suns game. Oh, so it's the second game, and they also lost it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Which is not really a surprise. Yeah. Not a surprise. We knew it was downhill. Yeah. Oh, well, we um, feel for both of you, and I think you're both probably super attractive and smart because you like this podcast. So Very true. If you didn't like anything that we have to say, it was all said in irony, and continue (laughs) listening to this podcast, please. I meant all of it. None of it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's different. <laughs> you know, when um, we, your time, I know we went a little over your time. That's okay. No worries. Jordan, do you? Consequences that my dog looking at me agitating for, oh, you can't see it. Lenny. You want to see him before I go? Yes. Hi, baby. Hello. Oh, he's speaking into the mic. he's talking into the mic. Oh. Hello. I love it. Our panel, yeah. <laughs> our panel of judges. Yes. Boston. <laughs> Steve Nash is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stop. folks, you heard it here first. <laughs> that wasn't me. 
Well, that's our show. If you have a submission for the Kevin Love Line, please leave us a voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluearpods.com to be featured on the show. We already have one teed up for our next episode. Shout out to our listener, Harrison Boo. And shout out to our producer, Harry Krinsky. Oh, to clarify, Harrison's isn't for the love line, but we want you to send in love line ones because um, I like talking about relationships that are not my own. (laughs) Hey, this is Taylor from Chicago. Uh, Before the season started, I boldly said the Pelicans were going to make the playoffs. Uh, It's been one hell of a ride. Didn't think we would get here, but I'm really loving this team, and I just want to see what's happening. It feels good to love a team like this. All right, bye.